Well, welcome back to the Retro Time Podcast. It has been this is this is the longest break we've done we've ever had, I guess. But we've got I guess I think we have good reason for that. Since, you know, we both moved our families across the country <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we have reasons. We have reasons. We haven't recorded, but um, I've been living in an Airbnb for a month uh, with uh, all my stuff in a truck somewhere in Ohio, and we just bought a house. Oh man, we moved in two weeks ago, so I'm li- living out of boxes, and it is. It's just been uh, crazy for us, man. You guys, though, you're doing the same dang thing. It's no we are, man. Different, I guess. Same situation. Uh, we we had that Airbnb set up as well. How was that for you? It was nice, man. We didn't have to pay for anything but the Airbnb, so I didn't have any bills that month. I actually were able to save quite a bit for the house for the down payment. So we even saved up a little bit to uh, to buy a couple of a couple of things of furniture. So yeah, you know, we just had like that one thing, but I didn't have to pay internet and have to pay. What well, didn't I have to pay for all my bills? You know, bills, so bills, nice. bills. Yeah, yeah. Um, same here. I don't know, man. So it was nice. We uh, we saved some money and. Um, we're actually going to buy like adult furniture, so we're buying furniture. I think that, you're supposed to call uh, it grown-up furniture, adult grown furniture. Grown-up furniture. Different. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we're about a swing. Getting, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> outside swing. So the the stipulation was it had to be solid wood, no no particle. Yeah, again, so. again, watch what you say. Solid, <laughs> solid hardwood. Solid. <laughs> it's wood. not getting better. I'm flailing all over the place yeah. here Derek. Um, yeah. anyway so we're you know real furniture um, yeah, furniture, heirloom right. furniture I guess you could call it um, you know the furniture that's a real pain in the ass to move up three flights of stairs yeah right <laughs> so I have that now in a basement the basement's fun my kids do my kids are so excited about the basement mine are too um, playing it all the time dance spontaneous dance parties lights yeah. go on lights go off we had the cats down there oh my god so our big thing about having a basement is we didn't realize how disruptive cats were to our life while we're sleeping. They're the most annoying creatures that have ever graced the face of the earth. <laughs> they wake you up, they'll cry, they'll need things in the middle of the night. We had them in the basement because we couldn't, we had to refinish the floors. So we had them in the basement for like uh, a week or two. It was the best sleep we've ever had. It was unbelievable. Really? One wow. night, you know. Catherine's like, they're going back in the basement. <laughs> um i'm like well we could just leave them in there and just go say hi um but that's really funny nice i time. um i haven't had a cat since i was like 15 so you know, know what it's like just just uh just keep that up keep that up hey just keep it up you're doing great you know why not I think why we, mess up the, the street the, the people that owned the house before us i think had a cat or something because there's like a pet door on the side of the basement stairs mm. and i unless it's for raccoons or ferrets I'm just guessing cats. It's most likely cats. But uh, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, there's some Amy is Amy's never wanted a cat because, uh, you know, the litter box and stuff, which is, you know, in our old house, we only we didn't have a very big house. So the litter box would have literally had to go in like our bathroom mm-hmm. or the kitchen or something. Um, and it was just, you know, we're not into that. Yeah. So now we have a basement. It's possible. Um, although Buster, you know, he's 13. He's kind of ornery for an old dog. I feel like it just wouldn't, it's not the right time for to introduce a cat to the house. I feel like Buster wouldn't really appreciate that. So I've, I don't know if I've ever seen real cats, dogs interaction. Like, do they just meet each other, look at each other's side eye, 
and then uh the dog you know gets it attacked. depends on the dog and the cat my um my mom growing up so my mom uh always had uh well my, my parents always growing up we had cats and we had a dog and we had outdoor cat that used to pee peed on everything so we or she she peed on everything so we put her outside so we had an outdoor cat but then we also had an indoor cat who didn't pee on everything so we kept her inside so the dog got along with both cats perfectly fine um then the dog passed away um, I moved out of the house to go to college and the cat actually lived. The cat lived to be like 20 years old, babe. So Whoa. that was an old, old cat. Um, she finally passed away. Actually, Amy and I were dating when the cat passed away. <laughs> That's how recent this was. Um, anyway, so then my mom got another dog and uh, another cat and they got along really well. Um, but then my sister's dog and, and Buster actually got along with the cat really well. But my sister's two dogs, they hate the cat. They do not like the cat at all. So when the cat comes over, we have to separate the cat from uh, my sister's dogs because they will just like, like the cat will like attach itself to the dog's face. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> with its claws, with its claws. Um, so anyway, those dogs and the cat, they don't get along. But my mom's dog and the cat, they get along great. They play together. It's really cute. Depends on the, depends um, on the pup. My sister's dogs, not so much. Interesting stuff, man. Um, um, yeah, man. So, uh, so yeah, so we're, we're, in, we're in Ohio or sort of. I'm not in Ohio, actually. I didn't make it quite to Ohio. You didn't make it all the way up. I couldn't. I just couldn't pass the the border. I had to. Couldn't. Stop. Could do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he wanted to have that say, and if Mitch McConnell was going to be the, uh, <laughs> was going to have another shot. Um, yeah, you know, turns out I didn't even get to vote. Oh, that's election, a bummer. Which I'm really upset about. I ordered my. I, I went online and got my ballot. Never came. Ah. So, yeah, Amy got hers, but I didn't get mine. So. Um, I wasn't able to, well, we weren't able to register in Kentucky because, uh, we got here too late, too close to the election and the way the residency laws work, you have to have, you know, your, your proof of, uh, residency and all the stuff for the house. We live in Airbnb. I had no proof. Um, so we couldn't register in Kentucky. Um, and so I, my Louisiana, um, ballot, I tried to order in it. It didn't come in. You didn't but tell Amy him to call me. I'd have vouched for you. It's called D. You know, I feel, you know, I felt that yeah, Louisiana, it's not going to matter yeah. anyway who I vote for, so. Understood. Yeah, anyway. I mean, yeah, it's, it always goes one way there. Yeah. So really, you know, smooth transition. Uh, no big deal. Living in living in random places NBD. for t- two months uh, with kids. Uh, at least work is stable, right? Yeah, work's going well, man. It's uh, you know we're not in an office, which I really miss the office. I, I cannot wait to go back. I know like a lot of people are all excited about working from home, and I guess you know I like the the, the flexibility and all that, but. You know, for us, we, we moved to Covington, Kentucky, which is, if you're not familiar with Cincinnati, right across the river. So if you're familiar with New Orleans and the West Bank, it's basically the West Bank. It's right across the river. So it's, it's you know, it's, for all intents and purposes, it's one city. So we're right there, and I can actually walk to the office. So needing to pick the kids up from school or something would literally take me like 10 minutes to get to the, get the kids from school. So I just, you know, being working from home, it's just like, I don't know. It's very disruptive for me. I just, it's very hard for me to concentrate. Yeah. I'm you sure know, there especially with the house boxes and it's like, oh, I can always unpack a box. I could always put up a, hang, uh, you know, curtain rod or whatever. So I don't know. I know that won't last forever at some point. Yeah, you could put a, make a, a little box wall, box fort and like sort of, uh, <laughs> a, a box, sort of block yourself in. A box in. cubicle. Yeah. Just, That's what just I need. tape it all there. together. That's I a, need a box cubicle. Mm-hmm. You're actually probably in the best situation of your life right now to be able to pull that off. <laughs> Dude, I have so, I mean, you're probably the same way. Uh, they packed that, <laughs> that freaking 18 wheeler up 
so tight. But they packed oh, yeah. so much. Dude, they packed like everything. They, they just like basically took everything in our house and packed it. And we were told that they wouldn't take food or perishable items or anything like that. So, you know, they were like, we we're like, well, should we, you know, get rid of it first or whatever? They're like, no, they just won't pack it. Sure enough, dude, I'm opening up. I'm finding kiwis. I'm finding lemons. I'm finding like bags of chips. I'm finding like just, dude, stuff like like peanut butter, a half jar of peanut butter that was like, you know, uh, which is probably still good. I could probably still eat it. But it's just so funny, man. It's like, well, there's that that uh, half jar of peanut butter we couldn't find. <laughs> we packed it away. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we had some of that happen. Um but we kind of knew what they were going to do. We knew they, they wouldn't pack certain kinds of liquids and things like that. But, you know, it wasn't too the, – the whole moving process wasn't too stressful. A couple of our other friends who moved up here, they had a process. Like the folks wouldn't um, – one of the things was they wouldn't uh, commit to wearing masks. Like they wouldn't do it. They were just like, I'm not doing that. They are moving heavy things. But, you know, it's yeah. you know not normal times. And, um, and the other thing was uh, – they like everything they brought in they would knock it against something and break it and and they just kept going yeah so uh you're gonna have to fill out a form for that oh god and because because basically they just broke everything like chipped everything um and it's just bummer so if you're listening uh friend who you know who i'm talking about um also a dedicated uh podcast listener uh, retro time listener shout out shout out to you and uh our heart goes out to you but look, we had, uh, you know, things are happening at um, at work, and it's not just the, uh, it's, you know, this podcast is about looking back, looking forward, and all that. Do you think this this whole, so far, do you think this trip was uh, was worth it? Do you think this is going to do something for you, for your career? I think so, man. You know, I, I um, Amy and I were talking about this earlier. I, you know, I don't really miss, I mean, I miss New Orleans. Don't let me say, don't let me sound like I don't miss New Orleans. I miss New Orleans. I miss I miss the food. Obviously, the food up here is leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> we found some good restaurants, but um, you know it's funny. There's a few places where everybody's like, "Oh, this place is the best," and we went and it's like, "Oh, this this has no flavor." Linus actually, we, we picked up some food. I don't want to name the place because um, I don't want my they my could taste be listeners. To, yeah, they <laughs> could be listeners. Uh, Linus uh, asked us what we're eating. He's like, "Mom, why doesn't this have any flavor?" Ooh. <laughs> I hope the he's a four-year-old. He's a four-year-old, and uh, and it's funny because I was like, "Yeah, this is really terrible." I, I don't know why anybody thought this was good, but anyway, um, you know, it's really it must be really. No, I'm not going to say that either. That's going to offend some people. <laughs> I was going to say it's easy to open a restaurant up here because it's not hard to be better than the other ones. But oh, jeez, I, I shouldn't say that. That's no, not true. you shouldn't um, say that. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I want to open up a beignet and a snowball stand up here, dude. Oh, I, they have a thing up here called stand. ice balls. Oh. Have you seen that yet? No, and, but it and they're disgusting. basically yeah. Well, they're basically snowballs, except the the machine is not the fine ice like you get in a snowball. Uh, but it's basically the same thing. But it's like imagine. Remember when your kids and the the, um, the ice cream man would come around and he yeah. had snow cones. Mm-hmm. And you remember that ice, how it was like thick? It was just like crushed ice almost out of your, your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It's like that ice. Yeah. It's like thicker chunks of ice. Anyway, you could make a killing up here, dude, with snowball. I'm telling you, man, if anybody down in New Orleans wants to come up here and open a beignet stand and a snowball stand, you'd make a killing. You wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to be open like all year round like you could do in New Orleans. But uh, maybe I don't know, man. Climate change. Anyway. <laughs> Climate change That's may true. make that snowball business go you know, shoot through the roof. Um, there was one snowball stand by our house in the West Bank called Vans Snowballs. Mm-hmm. All year round. All year round. Beautiful. 365 days a year. Unless it rained. 
But most snowball stands, I guess, aren't open all the time. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, so I don't miss the uh, the city as much. I mean, like Cincinnati is uh, beautiful. There's a lot of fun stuff to do. I think the thing I miss the most is just the people. Yeah, you know, man. like the culture, like the, like your quintessential New Orleanian. I miss them. Like I miss I miss random brass bands playing on the corner, and I miss people dancing in the street, and I miss people in like tank tops drinking you know, I don't know, a beta amber on like a, a hot, hot day or something. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. I miss that. I miss the culture, I think more than anything, but yeah, you know, Col- I hope culture. Linus doesn't lose that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't think you will, man. That. I think, you know, it's the kids here. Kids are, all, kids are all, you know, the same, you know, not all the same, but like places around the country, kids are kind of brought up similarly. It's when you get to like your teenage years, you're, and you just like, uh, the opportunities you have to be around people of like, different cultures that's the big thing for me which makes you know makes it difficult to choose a place to live you know uh, if you're in an area that's you know predominantly educated white people you know it's going to be hard for them to see that but I grew up in an area where it was like it wasn't all that but in the 90s like it was just a different vibe like people were out more people were hanging out more even in like suburbs so I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is I remember when I lived in Wisconsin after Hurricane Katrina, having a culture shock with all these amazing people, intelligent, smart people I lived with, you know, um, around all these like really sharp, you know, college educated people, and um, I was just like shocked, like it was the dirt. I missed the dirt. It was like it took me a while to figure out what it was, and I'm like, nothing's like. It wasn't. It wasn't that people were dirty in New Orleans. It was just like, like this, like being real, being real. The dirt, the grime, the like, like no, our streets are, our roads are terrible in New Orleans. But that's like part of the charm, you know. It's the charm. You miss some of that. So, I hope that we find some of that here. But you know, it's funny, man. I was talking to my neighbor, um, my neighbor yesterday, Aaron and uh, Summer. They're they're pretty cool. We were chatting with them and. Um, the city of Covington does this thing where they pick up the leaves for you, right? So you, you don't even have to bag them. You just brush them, you sweep them to the front, to the curb, and they come by with a big vacuum truck and they just vacuum it all up, right? And, you know, I was like, man, it's so nice to see, you know, our tax money being used for stuff that like actually is for the public good, you know? And he's like, oh, he's like, well, what else would you do for do with it? I was like, well, you know, in New Orleans, like, you know, you, you pay all these money in taxes and, and you never actually see anything. And I was like, for instance, this is not even because of Katrina. Like, we just have potholes in our neighborhood that have been sitting so long and gotten so deep. People start putting broomsticks and stuff in it just to keep people from driving into the potholes. <laughs> and they make their own, like, warning signs, you know, like we literally had that down the street from our house in our old house. Um, and it would just be like that for months and maybe sometimes even years. And I was telling them how, uh, I think it's WDSU or one of the local stations that's like a pothole of the week where they like go and they, <laughs> they pick oh, a no pothole and they, they, uh, yeah. And they, uh, they broadcast like a thing about the pothole that hasn't been fixed. You can, you, I think you can like call in and, and request them to come do the one by your house. But anyway, you know, I was like, that's the kind of stuff like, um, another example over here They they, uh, we were driving the kids to school in the morning and they were pulling up the street. And I was just like, like they were repaving it. And I was like, oh man, like here we go. We're going to have to deal with construction for like months. And when on the way home, on the way home, Derek, it was done. Oh my God. When we picked the kids up and we came home from school, it was repaved. <laughs> like I, I just, I, that, that blows my mind. I was like, I can't, th- that would never happen in the world. 
the level of efficiency. I mean, it would be yeah. like, yeah, I mean, like in our in our old neighborhood, dude, in, in uh, Algiers Point, they literally had the sidewalks ripped up for six months. Six That's months. Nuts, they paved man. them, and then like a few months later, they ripped them up again because another agency had to come and put some other pipes down or something like gas pipes this time. It's just so incredibly uh, inefficient. But that's the kind of stuff, you know, you think about it and you're like, I kind of miss it. I don't know. You know, I've been here a month, so I can't really, you know, it's not like we've been gone that long, but well, dude, those are the kinds of things I'll miss. We, so we stayed in in an Airbnb just like you did. And our Airbnb (laughs) was, it was three bedrooms. So it had a room for all the kids, one bathroom, pretty tiny, you know, I don't even, she's on each bedroom was like pretty small and like it was just nothing to it but it was like enough and we were in there it was enough and we got to kind of hang out all the time together and we were forced to we you know you get on each other's nerves sometimes you whatever you don't have space for your work like we were always together and we are still you know we're i'm work from home so i'm always with the kids and everything but going out they had a nice little area where a nice little outdoor area where you can kind of run down a hill and go across a little bridge. And I miss that even. So it's, it's something about charm of it, of a thing being part of what makes it great. There's a story I've heard. I might, I probably told you this a hundred times, but it's a story about something that happened at Starbucks. Did you, did you tell me this story actually? I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's a user experience story. (laughs) Okay. Maybe, um, let me lay it on you. Starbucks, um, there was an experiment. They figured out that uh, they can make the same quality coffee by having the the actual roasted um, beans imported on the day and then used for the day and not like roasted on the spot. They figured out a way to vacuum seal them or whatever. But what would happen was is that the, it, and it created a more efficient product. What happened was even though it took less time for people to get their coffee, they complained that they stopped being able to smell the brewing, co- the 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 uh, the beans being crushed up. Oh yeah. So I could see they that. were like, "Well, it's faster, but I miss the smell. I miss right. the I miss the part of the experience. Of it, yeah. The experience. And there's an experience to life that you can't quantify by things you pay for with your taxes. And it's 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 something funny. It's like we we had a uh, we had a team in New Orleans. You know, we lost them. But it wasn't the most efficient team I've ever seen in my life. They weren't terrible, but they weren't the most efficient team. But everything else about them, you miss. Because it was like, yeah, but like that guy had this thing and this girl had this thing. And then they would do this. And then they had this great idea about this. And then they would, you know, it was like the the sum was more than the parts in a lot of ways. So I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit of that, but I kind of, I really like our, our area and, uh, uh, we got to actually get together yeah. soon in, in person and hang out. It's been a while. We should. Um, but yeah, you mentioned um, work a minute ago. You asked about work. Yeah, work is t- totally different now. You know, our, our team is gone and that's, you know, kind of depressing to think about it. I try not to think about it, but uh, <laughs> I don't really have a team anymore. So, you know, we don't have, um, I'm not on a product anymore. I guess I got, I don't want to, it's not a promotion. I mean, it wasn't like an actual promotion or thing, but I guess a, a different role. So I'm like a, you know, experienced architect now. So I'm not on a product anymore specifically. I'm over uh, some things that there's other designers that are working on products and I'm kind of working with them sort of to make sure everything is cohesive across our applications. But I don't have like a software engineering team anymore and I don't have a UX team anymore and I don't have TPMs anymore. It's not the same. It's, you know, I don't have, um, 
the same team to go and brainstorm ideas with and things like that. So it's kind of weird. It's different. It's different for sure. But, um, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back around. Something will change. Who knows? Um, but it's fun. I mean, it's it's good. It's like, it's nice because I don't have the deadlines like we have before and stuff like that. I'm doing, I'm doing like some more research type stuff, which is nice interviews and things like that. I'm not doing as much design as I used to do. So, you know, less like turnaround for wireframes and things like that. It's more like user interviews and research, putting personas together. So it's kind of cool. I don't know. It's different. For sure. But, you know, the nice thing about Cincinnati area over New Orleans is it's such a big market, you know, so there's more job opportunities. So if, God forbid, something does happen and I lose my job, uh, you know, I, I'm fairly confident there's other more opportunities here than there would be in New Orleans for what we do. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's the, the reassuring thing, I guess. You know, so it's a trade off for sure. Um, you know, but we'll be back you know, back and forth to New Orleans quite a bit. We're going to New Orleans for Thanksgiving and we're, we're going to stay in the old neighborhood and we got an oh, Airbnb fun, and man. stuff. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe by then, I don't know by then it's only two weeks from now. So not much will be different. So <laughs> I don't know, some social distance hanging, hanging with some old friends in the, in the old neighborhood and stuff. But Linus will be happy to see some of his old buddies. That'll be nice, man. Yeah. We had talked about doing a Christmas thing. Uh, but you know, it's just with, you know, everybody has their different, their different way of approaching this whole virus situation. And, uh, we're staying pretty cautious so it's just you know and taking the kids that far yeah. for us it's just like a big a big deal and yeah. then you guys have done yeah. it already you pros but yeah for us it's like it's a lot tell you what dude that minivan man Whew. driving sweet, across right? the country in that odyssey baby i tell you what mm. you know it's funny we didn't splurge for the uh the entertainment system <laughs> you know we're like we'll never use that crap uh it turns out we would we would use it and uh <laughs> i wish we would have gotten it <laughs> so Nice. You know, when we bought the car, I didn't expect to have to move across the country and drive back and forth several times a year. So, Next dude, time. It's, it's so funny because we've been doing this podcast for actually quite a while. Um, it's It's been Almost sporadic at times because we're moving across the country, team COVID, all that stuff. But um, you can probably go back and listen to an episode where we talk about getting the same car because we basically got the <laughs> same exact car. We did end up splurging for the little video thing. Yeah. And, dude kids like it's just it's like nice. they'll ask to put something on they're not complaining they're enjoying themselves yeah. especially for a long trip for short times yeah. we don't put it on really but for a long yeah. trip dude it's nice yeah that's the that's the thing like we got the uh, the the poor man's version we got the ones you strapped to the back of the uh the headrest you know which is nice because that means i can stick it in a bag and uh, i only pull it out for road trips so they can't even ask me to turn it on any other time so you know they're like i want to watch video i'm like nope it's in the house sorry that can't watch good. it it's not as easy yeah. as flipping down the screen yeah um, exactly they can't yell and scream if i don't put it on well they will they yell and scream no matter what because they're kids and they don't they don't care but yeah man so we need to see gear almost i think december we need Last to do it we need to do an one. annual episode i mean hopefully we'll have a few between now and then and uh yeah we should definitely do one we should do one in person too now that we're uh moved Try to figure out a way to, uh, you know, do it in person. Whether it's like yeah, out on the should. deck, that'd be fun. Um, that would be fun. We should do it. Um, we should do it soon because uh, I, I miss I miss seeing your face across the table, Derek. I said samesies, bro. Samesies. Yeah, oh, Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt. Uh, we wear Hawaiian shirts. We'll oh, record yeah, it again. Thing. Put it on YouTube. You know, it'll be we'll be famous. Um, so, 
So we are going to make an effort to get paid. We're going to not make an effort. We are because this is fun and we're going to do it. And our, 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 our listeners, our listeners want to hear it, Derek. Um, we're, we're going to be, we got some ideas. We've been cooking up for some new topics and um, Derek's going to write a song about Pam Koki because she left a five-star review. And uh, you already got Big Brother 82. Yeah. Which is a great song. Oh my God. I got to tell you something really quick. Yeah. Yeah, Remy, my son, ran up to me the other day and he just starts going, Big Brother 82. Daddy, (laughs) can you sing Big Brother 82 for me tonight? And uh, so it warmed my heart. Oh, I I told you I found out who it was, right? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our listeners Um, will be in suspense. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. You should uh you should not even tell him you should I won't <laughs> never do the anonymous yeah. Big Brothers watching us. That's Big right. Big Brothers watching. Big Brothers listening. Um so we're gonna have more episodes and uh, we're gonna make this more often, more regular, get back in the swing of things now that we're all settled in. I'm getting settled in, I'm gonna make my uh moving box studio. Get myself some peace and quiet. It might actually be pretty quiet in here. I don't know. It's full of the room is full of boxes, so um I don't know how that's gonna work for the acoustics. I am right by the front of my house and people talk really loud on the sidewalk. So you may hear passersby or cars or something, but I got to find a quiet place. Maybe a closet. I got to find a closet or something, make a little studio in the closet, something like that. Excellent, man. Well, look, it was great talking to you uh, as always. Yeah, you too, man. Um, Great to be back and um, looking forward to kicking it back into gear, bro. All right. Well, until next time, y'all, check us out on uh, RetroTimePodcast.com and Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. You know where to find us. Mm-hmm. Shoot, us uh, shoot us an email. Let us know um, how much you missed us. We'd love to hear from you. You bet. All right. Take it easy. I have. I don't know if I've ever seen real cats, dogs interaction. Like, do they just meet each other, look at each other side eye, and then... The dog just attacks.